Hello and welcome to another Tusk Talks Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Tusk, known in real life as Adam Chalk. And I'm here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike. From all the goings on in professional wrestling from shows like WWE Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, as well as pay-per-views, premium life events, some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines doing the rounds. So why not go ahead, hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello. Welcome to the Raw Review. And for once, if you've listened to the podcast before, if you've listened to more than one of me just droning on on my own, well done. But today, I actually have somebody alongside me. She used to um, co-host with me when we were under a different name ages ago. My new co-host, Amanda Dorr, is here with me. Amanda, you alright? I'm good, thank you. Dragged you back in to the wrestling sphere. Yes. Yeah. So, you... um, You're what I I suppose most people call a casual fan now, aren't you? Mm. You had a point where you watched everything. Yeah. You got disillusioned from the Vince McMahon bollocks yeah i've dragged you back in yeah this is kind of the first raw you've seen in a little while all the way through other than little bits Mm. what do you think of it what a raw to come back on eh what (laughs) rubbish yeah yeah that's a shit it was yeah (laughs) when you told me Wrestle or the Raw and SmackDown has got really good lately because Triple H has Hold taken on. over. No, that wasn't my words. I said better, <laughs> not really good. Better is what I said. Okay, you told me they were better, so I was like, "Fine, I'll come back." And I see this shit. <laughs> what the? F- Yeah, it wasn't good, was it? No. Um, half of the matches, nobody in the arena cared about. Nope. Nobody cared about the in-ring segments, backstage segments. No, they uh, just sat there. Just certain people they come up for, wouldn't it? And yeah, I want to, I want to bury the fans, but I also can't bury the fans when they're not getting up for just boring mm. matches that you've seen a thousand times you know we were lucky enough to go to clash at the castle um this year obviously mm-hmm. and it was electric in there are the american fans just like too used to watching wrestling, or I don't know what is it. Why but they probably don't go to every show, do they? Because they were going to different well, they places. Go to every show, no. But surely, if you've booked to go and see a show, you like that show, so why aren't you getting involved in it? Yeah, 
do they like that show or is it just a case oh we'll go and see wwe i've heard of them mm. kids like them let's take the kids don't know i can't be asked but the kids want to go yeah if i was there i'd you know get involved and yeah, yeah. so we'll go through it shall we mm-hmm. so it opened up with the number one contenders match for the women's championship bailey versus alexa bliss uh, damage control come out as a unit at first but Becky Lynch showed up at ringside and took out Io Sky and Dakota Kai uh, Bianca Belair then came out to sit at ringside not a lot happened to begin with Alexa did hit an early code red for a two after uh after bailing to the outside, Bailey hung Bliss up on the on the ropes. She took control. Uh Bliss came back with a jawbreaker and runs wild double knee drop things that she does. She hit a cross body for a two. Bailey pushes Bliss into the ring post on the outside to take control before a break. Uh after a break, Bliss hit a hurricane runner from the top but knocked herself loopy. Um, Bailey gets back on top. Bliss hung Bailey on the second rope, and they fight around ringside. Uh, she did a flip dive, which she does every match to the outside. Does Alexa. Uh, DDT back in the ring for two. Uh, Bailey counters the code red with an Alabama slam into the turnbuckle, and then a code red into the turnbuckle. That got a two count. Uh, she hit Bailey to belly for two as well. She then takes off the middle turnbuckle, but Bianca Belair gets involved. Uh, off the distraction, Bliss takes Bailey out and hits a twisted Bliss for the win. I'll come to you for your thoughts on this match. Okay. So, for me, like we said just now, the crowd didn't seem into it. <clears throat> no. They just kind of just sat there. Staring into the ring. Um, I noticed when Bailey pushed Alexa into the ring post, they were both stood on. Bailey. On the apron. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It looked like it was just crap. <laughs> it, weak. It was like, how to explain it? Like, Fake. Fake. Well, yeah. It's fake. Bailey pushed her, and then it's like she took herself to go into the ring post. Which is kind of what's meant to happen, but, but you're not meant to see it. Not from a distance yeah. either. Yeah, you're not meant to see it, yeah. Um, also, um, Bliss kicked Bailey to the outside later on. Mm. Um, and to me, it looked like Bailey took herself out. I didn't catch that bit. Did you not catch that? Okay. Um, again, that didn't look right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be just me if you didn't notice it. Then, but right. um, yeah. Apart from that, it was a good match. What? I enjoyed it. You thought it was good. Yeah, I thought it was alright. Really? Yeah. Apart from those two little bits, I thought this was utter rubbish. Did you? I thought it was crap, and I'm. I'm a big supporter of Bailey. I love Bailey, but 
this was terrible. I thought no mm. spice behind anything that happened. Alexa's strikes look really weak. Everything that happened looked fake. Um, it wasn't the best, but it was okay. <sighs> Bailey feels like, to me anyway, that she's lost a lot of confidence since coming back. I don't think her run's been very good at all. No. Um, another thing that really annoyed me, why wouldn't Bianca Belair sent to the back? We've seen so many instances, not just in WWE, but all of wrestling, Somebody gets involved for yeah. very little and gets sent out straight away. The referee was looking. She put her hands on Bailey. Was that, right at the finish, really, but right. I'm just nitpicking, really. But uh, yeah, I I didn't like this. Okay. It, I got annoyed really because both of them I quite like yeah. Bailey more so, but. After the match, uh, Bianca and Bliss sort of go to shake hands, and it's like, oh no, let's give, give me a hug. And mm-hmm. then Bray Wyatt's symbol, what is it? It's like a moth or something? Butterfly or something? Christ knows, an upside down thing, flashes up on screen, and then she gets into sort of Sister Abigail position before sort of coming round and uh, utter bollocks. Yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> I, I'm not up for this Alexa Bliss, Bray Wyatt thing, personally. No. It was nice to see Bliss win. Um, it'd be nice to see if she gets the title off Bianca. I would whenever. guess not. <laughs> no? On this performance, but you we'll never see. know. You never know. Um, but yeah. Then we get shown a video earlier in the day uh, Byron Saxton interviewing Alpha Academy backstage um, they obviously got milked mm. on Smackdown um, Gable basically says that Kurt Angle's a dinosaur uh, the OC then come through AJ and Luke Gallows laughing at a video that Carl Anderson sent them from Japan it's a video of them getting sprayed basically uh, there's a nice line in there from Gable, something like, what's so funny, one of you wise misspelt something on the tramp stamp or something. <laughs> that I did laugh at that. Uh, and a match gets set up. Anyone say on that? No. <laughs> no. Well, we did get that match then. AG Styles versus Chad Gable. Uh, beautiful dropkick by Styles at the start. Throws Gable to the outside, but Otis sort of catches him. Gable counters a sliding knee, which was really nice. Throws him into the steps as they go to a break. When we come back, Styles is in control. Uh, Gable fights back, hits some German suplexes. Uh, Gable countered a calf crusher with an ankle lock, but Styles transitions back into the crowd. Uh, calf crusher Gable again into the ankle lock uh, Northern Light suplex from Gable that got a two count he then misses a moonsault uh, Styles goes for like a jackknife pin and just as Gable kicks out Styles is ready straight into a Styles clash to win the match what's your thoughts on this one? I liked it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, fast-paced match. Yeah. Match. Um, I love fast-paced matches. Mm-hmm. Um, I find if they're slow, they're boring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's... I like this one. It's just good, yeah. But you knew it was going to be good, looking at the people involved. Yeah, one AJ. thing... Oh, and Gable. One thing <laughs> I'm really surprised by is that you know, Triple H is kind of known for giving matches a little bit too long. This felt really short, I thought. Yeah. Uh, could have watched another five minutes of them. Loved mm. the finish as well. <clears throat> I think it deserved a much better reaction. I know we already touched on the fans and yeah. the lack of reaction, but not getting up for an AJ Styles-Chad Gable match. No. So what do these fans actually want to see because there are points we'll get to in a minute when like of Sami Zayn and Seth Rollins come out and they sort of got up a little bit but yeah do WWE fans not like good pro wrestling they just want the silly bollocks I don't know I don't, don't get know. it um, no good match yeah we got the first of two or three um, segments involving Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis backstage uh, trying to figure out what to do with Mrs. Money. Should we talk about that? No, let's talk about it as it comes, shall we? Yeah. We'll come back to that. Uh, Street Profits and Tozawa get interviewed ahead of the next match. Um, Street Profits asked why they stood up for Tozawa last week because he's Akira Tozawa uh, to be honest it's utter garbage really but somehow when Montez Ford um, has these segments it doesn't matter what he says I'm just into it <laughs> I think it's so good and the match that came after that was probably the best match of the night I thought Judgment Day versus Akira Tozawa and Street Profits. Yeah, I agree with that one. Dawkins and Priest start off the match. A bit of back and forward. And then Dominic Mysterio, the uh, world's greatest luchador, of course, tags in. Uh, It's the first time I even hear the crowd making noise. Uh, The boy's a heat magnet. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Later, Tozawa took out... Bala until Priest distracted him. Good night for Priest. Uh, off the distraction, Finn Balor took his head off with a clothesline. After a break, Ford gets the hot tag, um, but he took a rough bump afterwards on the outside after being pounced over the announce desk by Damien Priest. Uh, this is when Dominic Mysterio takes over the match, and again, the fans made a little bit of noise. Uh, Judgment Day work over Ford for the majority of the match then. Uh, Dawkins gets the hot tag, runs wild and Bala, but Dominic Mysterio causes a distraction again. This time, Tozawa starts wailing on him and takes him out. Uh, Tozawa hit a brilliant dive to the outside, taking out Dom. Behind the referee's back, though, as he heads to the top rope, 
Damien Priest grabs him, hits a razor's edge, and Dominic just basically rolls over to pin him for the win. Thoughts on this one? I loved it. Yeah. It was a brilliant match. Um, I love the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Um, they're super fast in it mm. with all their moves. Um, I think they need to go higher now. How do you mean go higher? Like go for the tag team titles. They need to win it and they need to... I don't know what I'm trying to say, well, but... the thing is, they can't. I don't think. I'm pretty sure that they lost a match a couple of months ago, which meant they can't challenge for the titles whilst the Usos are champions. Really? I'm sure that was what happened. Mm, that sucks. Um, I would... Sorry, go on. I'd love for them to, you know, to get the titles and to, to go in more places sort of thing. I would love for them to have singles runs. I don't want to see them split up. There's no reason why they can't do their own thing as well as stay as a tag team. Mm. Montez Ford is so flipping talented. He, he gives off, like, every time I see him, I think of The Rock. Do you? He's on that, he could be on that level, should I say. I think I'd love to see him win Money in the Bank next year. See, for me, it would be Angelo Dawkins, because I just think he's he's brilliant as well. Yeah, both of them are great. Yeah. Um, t- Akira Tozawa as well. I've got to big up him in this match, because the poor guy's had an awful time in WWE under Vince McMahon, um, being a foreigner and short. Two things Vince doesn't really like, I don't think. Hmm. He was made to dress as a ninja and... Um, well, first he was made to stand next to Omos when Omos is a ninja. <laughs> That's a bit... What? Did you not see that? No. Well, three, four years ago? No. And then he's made to run around after this 24-7 championship like an idiot. <laughs> but Akira Tozawa was awesome in the ring. Mm. Proved it again here. I thought he had a great night. Yeah. Uh, judgment Day though it, it it wasn't that long ago that I was moaning about everything that Don Mysterio did yeah you were like many of us we were calling for that heel turn to come months I called it uh, and I was like no he's not going to do yeah. it he's not going to do it he's now I mean let's be honest he's crap but he knows he knows it now. He's allowed to play off that. Um, he knows his position perfectly. Mm. I love the Judgment Day. Yeah. I didn't think I would. When they first came in with Edge, I thought, oh, this is going to be terrible. Mm. All four of them are great. Yeah. Can I go back to Street Profits? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I picked up on one thing, and no one checked Montez Ford. After what, the bump, bump on the announce table, mm-hmm. why didn't anybody come out and just check on him? Or 
Well, I guess he was probably okay. He probably gave some sort of signal. He was all right, but that looked rough. Mm. (laughs) Basically missed the the table, didn't he? Yeah. I did pick up on that. Yeah. He seemed to be all right. Unfortunately, we now got to go and talk about this Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis. Absolute. I found shit. it funny. Oh, get a life. I did. How can you find this funny? It's utter bollocks. So what happened was, Gargano and Loomis were at a, a merch table. The guy was like, "How can I help you?" Like he. He didn't even know who they were. Yeah. You're selling their merch, you knobhead. Fuck's sake. Anyway, that wasn't the worst of it. They then come out into ringside. They're throwing, throwing uh, merch around. They had like the... Hats, t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Miz comes through the crowd, attacks Johnny and Dexter, takes some money, runs up the ramp, gets stopped by Adam Pearce, Told to go back to give them money back. Uh, oh, it's just so shy, isn't it? What have they done to the, Miz? We'll come to that in a minute. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're meant to believe that this guy on a massive contract is now broke, really. But he's using his missus as a mistake uh, as a as a reason for that mm. um oh, just some of the verbiage in here was just diabolical oh uh we're getting a ladder match basically and it's going to be dexter loomis versus the miz how i couldn't think of a, a worse match to watch than no. dexter loomis versus the miz in a bloody ladder match really yeah i mean this was cringeworthy at best it's embarrassing i just and you found this funny did no, you no uh, okay you're the reason wwe's still shit i liked the bit with them giving out the stuff i love that bit why like giving out free stuff aren't they i suppose if you wanted to do that yeah fine you but what have they done to me is like i was watching it a few months back and he was having good matches and everything. A few and months, then, she must be meaning like a year or so. Whenever I was watching it, when I was back doing mm. the podcast, mm. and now all of a sudden, he's like this, and I'm like, what, what have they done to him? Well, They've changed him. <laughs> I know they changed characters and everything, but... But I'm not even worried about that. I'm more worried... About the way they're booking a guy that's called Johnny Wrestling to look like a complete prick. Johnny Gargano looks like a f- dickhead. One of the best wrestlers in the world. See, I've not really seen him wrestle. Not really. Because well, when I joined the podcast, he was just coming out of NXT. Go and have a look on YouTube. It, I, I'm baffled by the way he's been booked. I think he's had like, what's he had four or five matches since returning, and he's lost two or three of them at least. How was he? I don't understand it at all. Okay. 
and this was just utter crap. Not even getting Johnny Gargano in the the ladder match. No. At least that would have been something. Get Dexter Loomis. Who... Mm. Uh, yeah, some people and it's like a double, the... double or nothing, isn't it? Yeah. Match. Well, I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> I don't care about the match at all. Uh, yeah, so bad. We then get Io Sky versus uh, Candice LeRae. That's our next match. A great bit of back and forward early on. Uh, Bailey was meant to be on commentary, but her headset wouldn't work or something. So we had Corey Graves relaying everything she said. It was really off-putting, if I'm honest. After a break, EO was in full control. Uh, Candice comes back with a clothesline and a tornado DDT for two. A beautiful springboard drop kick by EO Sky, which got no reaction whatsoever, apart from a little tiny gasp. Uh, what's wrong with these twats in Milwaukee? No idea. Uh, there was a poison runner on the floor by Candice LeRae. Uh, back in the ring, there's a deadlift German by Sky. Candice then at the finish went for a swinging neckbreaker, I think, off a second rope. It looked terrible, but Sky blocked it. She then delivered over the moonsault and picked up the win. What do you think of this one? It was okay. Um, again, the crowds weren't interested, mm. which... They should be. That always draws you that out of matches. It does, yeah. I'd... Like you, if they're not interested, then you focus on the crowd. You keep looking at them, mm. not the match. Like thinking, oh, they're not interested. They're not in. They're not getting involved in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it wasn't the best match. I don't think. I enjoyed the match. I thought it was good. Deserved more of a reaction. Mm. I think on a different show, the fans would be well up for this. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, fans were not bothered. No. Also, while I think of it, in case I forget to mention it, Kevin Patrick on commentary. I loved how Betty told him to shut up. Oh, he's terrible. (laughs) How can they get rid of Jimmy Smith for this? I'm sure he's a lovely guy. And he was alright as a backstage interviewer, but as a commentator, he is terrible. Shockingly bad. Mm. And it, you're watching it, just li- listening to him drone on, and you're falling asleep listening to his voice. Well, I noticed how um, Corey Graves told him to shut up as well, like saying, let me finish my whatever he wanted to say. Yeah, I can't remember what it was about. Job, but... That's the role he plays, but... Mm. Um, it's just... It's boring. Raw was boring with him as commentator. Um, anything else to add? No. no. Kevin Owens can get, like, starts to get interviewed briefly until Elias walks in and asks Kevin to be in his corner and look out for him tonight. Owens sort of was like, you're having a laugh, basically. Remember all the months you uh, tormented me with the <laughs> Ezekiel stuff. I'm glad they had him just not forget about that. Mm. Um, I actually like that. Not too much to say on it, though. 
After a break, Elias is then in the ring. Uh, he was doing a Matt Riddle tribute concert. Not entirely sure why he was acting like Riddle had died. But he started I... to, and then he said a bit later on, I hope, I'm sure you're watching this. Yeah. I'm at home or something. Yeah. I, I was with it, to be honest. <laughs> I found... Uh, he is entertaining doing this kind of thing. Unfortunately, he does have to wrestle. Luckily, Solo Sokoa was here to fuck things up. Because uh, it was Elias versus Solo Sokoa. Sami Zayn in uh, Solo's corner. And the fans came up for that as well. Yeah. Solo was in control for large parts of this match. Uh, Elias did get a few shots in. I do like his high knee that he throws Elias, but that's about it. Eventually, Solo, when the match was spinning, Solo. Mm-hmm. Not a lot to talk about from that match, really. No. Um, you got anything to say on it? Yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. Um, it was a great match. Loved it. Great match? Yes. What show so- were you watching? It's got Solo. Solo's Johnny awesome. And the, Johnny and Dexter were funny. And Solo and Elias was a great match. Yeah, on Solo's side, not on Elias's side. Well, what so- a great match then, was it? Alright, okay. But I have got something to say. Hmm. Since this is the first podcast I've done hmm. since God knows how long. Hmm. Do you remember what I said to you when we'd done an NXT podcast? What's that? I said to you, watching Solo in a match, mm-hmm. when I first saw him, and I was like, it won't be long before he is on main roster. Mm-hmm. Now, that was only, what, early this year? Yeah. Middle of this year? And he's been on main roster since September. Yeah. So it just goes to show how good Solo is. Yeah, but From you not been on NXT very long mm. to now come into main roster within on months. that though. In NXT, he was good. He wasn't this level good. He's a flipping beast. Now. Yeah, so he was good then. Yeah, but he was... wasn't this good. No, but he's better, isn't he? Yeah, what's he's better po- now. What's your point? Well, I knew he was good then. To say it but... won't be long before he's on main roster. I like you. I like the way you think you're the only one that spotted him. Yeah, everyone said that, but <laughs> he's taken this game to the next level. I think he's um, he's awesome. I love Solo Sokoa. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Nothing more to tell it really. After the match, so Solo and Sammy start to beat up Elias. This is when Kevin Owens comes out, makes a save, runs him off with a chair. Uh, Elias sort of goes to thank him, and then Owens hits Elias with a stunner. Mm. Nice little touch, I suppose. Sets something up for them too, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it doesn't, because that'll just be forgotten now as we go on towards the eventual Sammy getting demolished by the bloodline. Mm. Uh, next match was Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. 
Asuka had no face paint on. She looks better. She looks so much better, I think, without the face paint. Yeah, maybe. Well, it ain't going to last long. Could be a new Asuka. It is going to be a new Asuka, yeah. Uh, After a brief flurry from Asuka, Ripley soon takes control of the match. Asuka um, manages to lock in an armbar a couple of times. Um, She hit a code breaker on the apron. Which doesn't make any sense to me, because she's sending herself to the apron. I never understood that. Anyway, they go to a break. When we come back, Raya was again mostly in control until Asuka came back with a with a awesome striking game. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, who's at ringside with Rhea Ripley, Mammy, uh, causes a distraction on the outside. This lets Raya recover. Asuka, though, put her in an Asuka lock back in the ring, but Dominic Mysterio pulls Rhea Ripley to the ropes for safety. Uh, Asuka then misted Dom, which he took brilliantly, I thought. But off the distraction, Ripley grabs Asuka into the riptide and wins the match. Thoughts on this? Um, Again, like we said before, the crowds were not interested in this match either. Um, no, I, I don't understand that either. No. Rhea Ripley's a superstar. She's head and shoulders above most other women in this division right now, at this moment in time. Yeah. And they're not even getting up for her. Come on. No. So. I don't think they wanted to be there, to be honest. <laughs> well, you paid your money. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Like I said just now, Oscar looks so much better without the face paint on. Um, and she gave all she could, I think, in this match. I think that's probably one of the best Asuka matches I've seen in a while. Yeah. Singles matches, anyway. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good, great match. I did find it funny when she misted Dom. Um, and then he said a line. Um that uh, Asuka's ruined Christmas. I did find that funny. Corey Gray said that, did you? didn't he? That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, like I say, uh, Rare Ripley. Another one that's come on leaps and bounds in the last few months. Mm. My pick for the Rumble, I must admit. Yeah. I've okay. said that for the last few weeks. but Have you? Yeah, good, good stuff. Uh, after a break, we have them the uh, Judgment Day backstage where Dom is getting his eyes washed out. Uh, this short little backstage I thought was so good. And proof that they all understand their roles. Um, Dom sort of s- screaming like a little bitch. Mummy, mummy! <laughs> what? Uh, Priest saying uh, it could be worse, somewhere else could sting or something good stuff I actually other than the six man that's probably the best part of this show mm. with Dolph Ziggler uh, cut a down the lens promo backstage on Austin Theory uh, again trying to do something with Dolph Ziggler it seems they remembered he works there again and then it's time for the main event 
And it was Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley for the number one contendership for the United States Championship. Uh, they go straight at each other, which, of course, Lashley gets the better of. Uh, we do see Austin Fury watching backstage. I'll mention that first. Uh, they fight on the outside where Rollins pushes Lashley into the ring post and then hits a diving knee off the apron. Lashley comes back though and throws Rollins into the steel steps. He also throws Seth out into the crowd before a break. Come back, Lashley in full control. Um, it's a big delayed suplex. Uh, Rollins though bites Lashley a bit later on. Delivers a crossbody, that got a two count. He does a couple of suicide dives, taking Lashley out on the floor. Later, he hit a falcon arrow. That got a two count. Again, they go to the outside, where Bobby sends him headfirst into the ring post. Uh, Seth encountered a spear with a super kick and a frog splash. That got two. He goes for the stomp, but Lashley's so hard that he just blocks it. Uh, Lashley hits a power slam. And then puts him in the hurt lock. He sort of backs towards the referee. Referee had to jump out of the ring to get out of the way. Where he sort of injures his ankle or something. Um, Bobby hit a spear for... Uh, sorry, Bobby hit a spear. Referee took a little bit of time to get back in. But he got a two count. He goes a bit mental, Lashley, for a bit. And it goes for another spear. Rollins countered that one into a pedigree and wins the match. Very shocked. Very, very shocked at that. Why? I was expecting Bobby to win. I suppose you didn't watch the last couple of weeks, so yeah. Anybody that's watched the last couple of weeks knew exactly how this was going to go. Mm, okay. Uh, let's talk about the match first before we talk about what happened afterwards. Did you like the match? Again, to be fair, you've not been watching the last few weeks, no. so you haven't seen this match yet. No. Before, so it was alright. I thought, if that was your first time watching it, you'd probably say it was great. Yeah, it was not too bad. I mean, it's no Elias versus Sakoa. Sorry, Sakoa, but it wasn't bad. Mm. Yeah, I, I was... thought the stuff was good, but it was a quick I... match. I thought. Yeah, I've seen it too many times. I've seen the exact same match basically. I've seen the counter for the um, spear into a, a pedigree before. Seen Lashley block the stomp mm. before. Seen it all before. So it was, it was good, but. Uh, I can't get involved and excited about matches I've seen. No. Um, unless they're different, and this was exactly the same. After the match, though, uh, Lashley gets mad at the referee. Another one comes down, and he sort of swings an elbow at the referee, hitting him. Adam Pearce runs out. Uh, he gets into it with Lashley. Lashley pushes him, and Pearce fires him. What? Oh my god. <laughs> See you in a couple of weeks when you come back and actually say, oh, actually, he's not fired. Yeah. Um, How it always goes. Yeah. <sighs> or if, he goes away to Rumble and then he's back at the Rumble. 
Because yeah. that's only next month away. Yeah. If you're going to do it, sell it properly. Make everyone think he has actually been fired. Because, like I said, he's going to be back within a couple mm. of months. And he, a maximum a couple of months. Yeah. There's no way he's actually fired. They won't get so rid why, of him. So why do the storyline? Yeah. You know, people aren't that stupid to think... It, well, you'd hope that people aren't that stupid to think, oh my God, he's actually been fired. <laughs> like, just do a suspension angle or a fine angle or something like that. Mm. That's what I would do. Um. So yeah. Anything else to add on Raw? Not really, no. 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 Well then, that is your Raw review then. <laughs> and as always, you can tell us what you thought of the show through our Tusk Talks Wrestling Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter. I am at AdamChalk8 on there. There's no point following Amanda because she never goes on it. I, Just in case. Know, I can't it. remember my yeah, name either. Doesn't matter. So, we will be back tomorrow with the NXT review. So until then, I've been Adam Chalk. And I've been Amanda Dorn. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time.